Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> sit, oh, that's good. Sit. 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 Yeah. Stopping sit. and stopping. Ow. <laughs> Yeah. No, and the and the experience. Just as soon as I set off, 
among those other runners in that rhythm, in that context. Yeah. Even though it's a park run I've never been to before as well. Um, you know, my body was like, oh yeah, so we're park running now. And these are the kind of tricks that could be a you good, want to play on yourself. That could be a good mantra for the day, couldn't it? We've just started. started. We've just started. <laughs> Should we start? I think if that's your Shut mantra, up, right, mate. you need to practice. <laughs> yeah. Saying We've in just your head. started. <laughs> yeah, it's getting cold, isn't it? Oh, God. <coughs> I guaranteed this by making that management decision to leave the rain gear at home. What an idiot. Um, it's uh, But that's another thing that makes it feel like a, a new run, doesn't it? Yeah. It's raining. Yeah, freshens you up. Yeah. I was also talking the other day about how finish lines don't really exist. Right. I know that's your, uh, that's your favourite one. Yeah, yeah. It really makes sense to you. Yeah, that really makes sense. What we're stopping at the finish and everything. Yeah, but, all right, hear me out. We were just <laughs> talking about how when you do a uh, park run, run as fast as you can. Yeah. Then towards the end of that park run, you think, oh, I'm really tired out. And then you get to the end and think, I'm done, I'm spent. Yeah. And then you can go the following weekend to a 10k and run at pretty much exactly the same speed Yeah. for twice as long. Yeah. So you get to the 5k of that one and you can't run it. Yeah. So it just goes to show that the, the finish line in the preview in the park run was <coughs> at least to some extent is a story you tell yourself, a narrative that you fulfill. Well, and it's a healthy one. No, it's useful. It helps you get your top Every race is a story run. you tell yourself. I mean, the fact is you're not running as fast Usually, as you did during the 5K, because you know you've got another one to go. Yeah. But, no, I think there's more to it than that. <coughs> I'm laughing, it, mate. I Every race is a story unto itself with a finishing line. Yeah, but the finishing line is, is what you make it. So you can, if you want to override unused, unhelpful thoughts, you can remind yourself of that. You know, it serves a purpose for you. I was running on the old Hackney Marshes route yeah. back through after the turn back through the woods always much further through the woods than you think about a kilometre left to go and I thought I'm really tired now I need to slow down and I told myself no you've got to keep running like this because if you were running this fast all the way back to your house you would you could just turn right run back right. to your house morning map I told myself this a few times and then just getting to the finish line, the <laughs> inverted commas finish line, felt easy by comparison. Yeah, but that was a trick to get you to the finish line. You always stop at the finish line of a race, don't you? You don't sprint past it and continue going. Well, it's the end, isn't do, it? You? Say you run 20 miles and you run a park run during that 20 miles. Yeah, but that's a training run, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a race, is it? It's a... If you run a marathon, you finish at 26 miles and 30, 385 yards. Yeah, it's true. And then we're not really going to be running on beyond <laughs> the race to the side. Listen, of course, I know, I know what you mean. But yeah, yeah. It's, uh, but it's interesting, isn't it? Because a marathon is a, there's tricks you can play. Yeah, of course. and a marathon is a really interesting comparison because this is this connects to my fear of walking. Right. Because I can. It's very subconscious my ability to put it all out there at marathon. I said it before, my, I run all my marathons the same. Right. And if I'm not fit enough, I'll, I'll wipe out enough to walk for a bit. Yeah. And if I am fit enough, 
I run all the way. Either way, when I'm running, I make pretty good time. And uh, obviously, never feel amazing in the 25th and 26 miles. No. But, you know, I'm still the compass mentis, thinking, doing. Yes. And then the sentient being. The moment I cross the finish line, my life falls apart. Yeah. So it'd be nice to, uh, to kind of take, to reduce that finishing line to power in that sense. But to, to, me, to me, that just proves that you're <coughs> getting the most out of yourself in the race. Yeah. It, 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 no, almost. Of it, which is great. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's um, testament to our de- de- determination, you know. Yeah. You create this sort of model of running and bullheadedness, you know. Yeah. And I think just, also, this is much more less wrestling with stupid concepts and basic, but really worth reminding myself is that the thing that led me to um, slower, more healthy um, distance training is talking, running yeah. and talking. Going yeah. right back to before we started That's recording. That's a secret. Yeah. It's a secret. And uh, yeah. when you think about it, my... As I said, the only time I didn't feel like that at the end of a marathon was at the end of the uh, the one I did in October, where I'd been on the phone to you. Right. And it wasn't. Yeah. It was slower, so it's important. There was also an important element of of holding something back. But it wasn't. I didn't. I didn't do it at the same speed we're going now. No. But there was still the distraction of a conversation and just. Well, that marathon we did where yourself, I where we did the. The four-hour record. Yes, it was relatively easy, wasn't yeah, it? Looking that's back. Right. No, and that's what it was like for me. That's what I did when with you. It's like that was even easier for you because you didn't do it. <laughs> but I did it in. That was a really easy morning for me. <laughs> but it was yeah, it's a sub-four marathon, so it's a it's a run, you know. Yeah. And specifically, I mean, obviously, it's irritating for people who compare times and things, but specifically, that is slower. Then, like my fastest marathons, my average marathon time. Yeah. But it's significantly faster than if we did then it at this we, pace. Yes, yeah. So it's not like I wasn't out there putting something out there. No. There's something in the accessing healthy distance and not breaking myself on the wheel. I suppose what I'm saying is I'm really glad we're doing the rest of the stones together. Yeah. That's what's going to make it possible. Yeah. If it is possible. But the other thing is, it is possible. Yeah, it you is possible. You don't want to be blasé. People do it. But it's going to be all right. People do it, yeah. yeah. And People who train job. loads do it. Yeah. <laughs> People who've done, carried on with the yoga, yeah, yeah. follow the training plan. People who follow the training <laughs> plan, <laughs> as detailed on all the various websites. I've got my training plan written down here. Look at that. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. I've got it written on the palm of my hand in flesh kind of <laughs> So, did you hear about Joe Sconebrot of Maastricht? No. Oh, this is a really good story. Now, you might remember as a go, and also, I really wanted to read it again and quote it for you, but I didn't have time, so yeah. now bear with me. I've got, I've got the article here. Joe Sconebrot. <laughs> Joe Sconebrot of Maastricht. Right. Okay. Right, here we go. Oh, no, here we go. At an age, turn a look at this. But at an age when most contemporaries are winding down, the man they call the Grey Kenyon 
Right. Somehow. <laughs> Speeding up. Like him. Like him already. Credit Great to Kenyan. Uh, the Guardian for this article, yeah. by the way. I'm just quoting it freely. Right. On Sunday, that's Sunday a week ago. Right. Joe Sconebrokes, which, by the way, I think, from my knowledge of... Uh, left here? Yeah, from I'm my knowledge sure. of... Um, uh, Dutch is the, is the Dutch for scone bread. Right. So that means he's Mr. She's called Mr. Scone. Okay, nice. Isn't that fantastic? Because yeah. scone, what's the fastest baked good in the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he is a 71-year-old man from Maastricht. He ran a marathon and he got the world record. What do you think? What time do you think he got? What, for a 70-year-old? Yeah, the fastest over 70s marathon ever. 254. Oh, did you know? No, I didn't know. That's brilliant. What is it? So I think I should, we should have had some money on that. It's 254. Was it really? Yeah. All right, okay. All right, aren't it? Nice work. Just a, just a, just a guess out based on the premise that there's some, some blooming fit old fellas out there. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And the fastest and fittest of them is going to be bloody fast. Yeah, and I love the way it supports that theory <laughs> of that there are elements of uh, distance running which are... Which work well with getting older. Yeah. Well, for them, for these almost sort of freaks, really. <laughs> their body can take that much stress at that age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the, just the strength and elasticity of these people. Yeah, it's really it's amazing. Something, it's, it? uh, it's incredible, yeah. Yeah. So well done. And I love this guy. He's so cool. The great said, uh, A few days later, um, the Guardian caught up with him. <laughs> and he said, I only started jogging at 36 because oh, wow. my doctor said I had high cholesterol. <laughs> That's around the same time I started running. Yeah. This is giving me there's so hope, much hope. There's hope for you. <laughs> Last year I ran 7,242 <laughs> kilometres. <laughs> it's more than double what I did in my car. <laughs> what a character. Yeah. What a guy. Also, this is the best bit. I'd forgotten this as well. Yeah. Right? He uh, doesn't like scones. <laughs> no. I just he, like uh, scones. Like me. But as it will turn out, very much unlike me. Yeah. He took inspiration from music. Right. So he was running a, a, um, a good pace. He had a friend on a bike shouting out his uh, kilometre times. Yeah. So he knew what he was doing, how he was doing. Yeah. And also he's run loads. It's like his... Yes, 25th marathon this year or something like he's that. He's got it embedded in his yeah. circuitry. So Kilometres in just over four minutes. Yeah. Endless. God. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so the guy cycling, shouting out the numbers, yeah. has got um, Joe knowing he's doing fine. But also, he felt, he felt heavy, he felt his legs getting tired. And, uh, As you would. And this is uh, a hand over to... Uh, Joe himself, he picked up his phone, that's his friend, and put on Eddie Wally's song, Cherie Cherie, on repeat. <laughs> I've always loved it. I don't know why. He <laughs> gave me a boost in morale. I overtook one run after another, and despite getting cramped in the final 500 meters, I was able to break the record by four seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I had to listen to Incredible. Eddie Wally's Cherie Cherie. It's the least runny song you'll ever hear in your life. <laughs> It's fantastic. <laughs> You'd have to ask yourself how much more kind of Netherlands, how much more Benelux countries it could be. And the answer would be none more. Here we go, I'm going to play the song. Go on, <laughs> Where's Cherie Cherie? A... Going for the record now. <laughs> it's such a... It's such a... It's such a non-beat 
That's right. Propelled tune, isn't it? It sounds like a sort of like... <laughs> it's sort of after-dinner kind of <laughs> lounge. <laughs> yeah. And you listen, didn't just listen to it, you listen to it over and over again. And not in any sense, you know, please, yeah. make it stop. Yeah. I promise I'll get to the end. And wow. to beat the record by four seconds as well. Yeah. And holding it together... <sighs> While cramping, cramping up, listening to that, as his body said, <laughs> yeah. honestly, it's a real finish line. Here's the cramp to prove it. Cramping up. <laughs> what a character. What a guy. And then yeah. he goes on and he says, oh, I don't need anything special. I'll go, go. But he's got that classic kind of old guy. It's like we're saying about a pinch of salt, you know. Yeah. He eats bread and pasta. He has enough stuff. Yeah. He has a drink, but he doesn't drink too much. He's just so relaxed about it. That's the sort of. That's the kind of. Thing I want to mentality I want to engender in myself in running and life generally. Yeah, just being relaxed about it. Be more Joe. Not overthinking about yeah, yeah. food and even training. Obviously, you want to do training, but it's just like just not just not worrying so much. Just just enjoying the motion, you know. Yeah, but I know you. But that's one thing you are good at when you're running. Yeah. Just enjoying the motion. Yeah, but the, but the, but the, the, the marathon, the attempt to beat three hours is very... No, I mean the bow motion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I enjoy those motions. But the, the attempt to beat three hours was very goal, goal-centric, goal wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And very time. And, and I think that that was great for you. And yeah, I think it was great. Also, it was great. I do I, think, I'm not there now, you know. I think you should give yourself credit as well. I think maybe the reason this is a complicated learning now is that you were able to do that very directional training without losing the joy of running at yeah, all. Yeah. Whereas I, you know, I didn't, I haven't achieved anything like that. But when I got the wind in my nose, the smell in my nose of good times, yeah. I spent a good few months there forgetting to enjoy it. To enjoy it, right. And, uh, you yeah, know. it's different attitudes, isn't it? You need it? a bit of both. Yeah. But the ultra's just a sort of ongoing sort of series of... Ad, sort of adventures, really. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. What I hoped, hoped of, yeah. But obviously, the fitter you get, the more you're going to enjoy the adventure. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. That's the other thing about training and uh, mindset, isn't it? Is uh, oh, it's, it's a bit like learning your lines for a play. You want to know them so well that you're not thinking about remembering them when you say them. Yeah. And that, so then it's all sort of like you don't know them, but you do know them. It's like when they you just s- kind of fall off you. When you see old Matthew Wooden on Facebook. Yeah. That guy can just run like that forever. But you Can't know, I reckon we can make him run a bit faster if we just ran behind him. Yeah. You're just starting. Yeah. There is no finish line. Start again. Start again. Start again. So I wonder if this turns into a quest where we try and make Matt not be an easy going guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> make him retire from ultras. <laughs> it's. Uh, I'm quite interested by people who time themselves when they're running off their heartbeat. Yeah. I'm sort of contemplating, having to think about that, just finding that, what is it, homeostasis? What is that? Yeah. That sort of point of where you're not overstressing your system. Homeostasis was that modern build we just saw in Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> homeostasis was that evolutionary stage where... Homeostasis looked like it wasn't going to be built. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was built. Homeostasis was a sort of early 
early man who just didn't move. There was a stage of evolution where <laughs> yeah. he just stopped. Yeah, that's right. Just born and the, then just stood the, there. You got yeah. the crouchy one, yeah. then the half up one, yeah. then the nearly upright one, and then you got that guy who just stands there he for just ages. stood there and didn't do anything. For 10,000 years. millions of years. Homie you want to paint this cave, mate? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just going to stand over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, come on, I've done a load of balls. Then the sapiens came on and got moving. But, yeah, that sort of state that people talk about. Yeah. Well, you're not, it's not just stressing. It's all well, the mighty Tony Audenshaw, who's a fantastically chilled out runner, yeah, he uh, found new purpose in uh, heart rate running, didn't he? Right, quite late on in his running career. We'll have to ask him about that. Yeah, I mean, Liam, Liam was talking about it as well. Liam McIntyre, of course, won the blooming race of the stones. Yeah, he, d- he did completely, like we're gonna, you mean. yeah, he did it completely off heart rate. So, so when you do it. How's it work? So you look at your yeah. You just get you just your think, watch nose. Yeah, your watch knows your the best heart rate for sort of continued exercise would be like 140 beats per minute or something. Yeah, yeah. And then you just keep within that. Yeah. And if you find yourself oh, sorry, but that you just skipped over something there. And then you just keep within that. Does that mean obsessively watching the numbers all the time and gently and carefully changing your speed accordingly to keep it? Sticking over at the right amount. I, th- I think it's something you'd probably sense. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's good to have some sort of proof. But we sense breathlessness, don't we? We, you can get a feeling in marathons where you're you finding it really hard to sustain the effort that you're doing. Yeah. And you know a comfy pace when you're experiencing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as you probably realise, it's something that I know nothing about. Well, and also I just <laughs> it doesn't square with how running feels for me. But this is, I know that I'm unusual in that. I mean, you said something to me not very long ago, which I just explained a lot. I hadn't noticed it about myself, which is that I like, it's not just running. I really, everything that's important to me, I like to do on the downbeat. Right. I like to do on the offbeat, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I like to, like my favorite, the concept of doing a comedy gig that, of, doing, of being as unprepared as possible for a comedy gig. But totally prepared, like we were just saying about learning the lines. But physically and emotionally, I would just love it if someone said, right, the gig's now. Yes. And then yeah. you start. That can, that can certainly help, can't it? Yeah. And it's the same with running. You know, I don't... It's, it's more and more complicated the longer I do it and the more I think about it. Because I still have to curate this element of not thinking about it. And sometimes I still do morning mode, but I have runs where I'm, st- I'm not enjoying it because I'm all up in my head. Right. You know, the occasional park run, that canal canter. It's just thinking about running all the time. And I want to unlock and just kind of float you along just lost it, absolutely, running. yeah. We've met in a lot of solitary magpies this morning, haven't we? Yes. Yeah, it's quite worrying, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't bode That well. is quite worrying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now it's sunny. Hey. 20 minutes ago, raining. Oh, wait a minute. What's no, that about? Another magpie there. There yeah. were two here. So, morning magpie, morning magpie. Two for joy. Well, it's changed, Rob. I know I'm forcing the issue. Yeah. But we have run a bit further. Right. How about trying to eat something which might not be much fun to eat? Do you want to see what that might be like? Uh. <laughs> you don't, do you? No. How about a beer? Um, <laughs> you have a go, go on, you can do no, it. You, you, yeah, go, go on. In all seriousness, go this, on. If, I, if, one of, if I eat one of these bits of the uh, flapjack, the other one's going to rattle around in a way that could kill us both. Yeah, I'm on a... Uh, oh, look. What is it? 
It's uh, it's like a prote protein bar. It's okay. oats with chocolate on okay. top. It's a trick. Mm. It'd certainly be good for you. Mm. But you might find a little bit of a, uh, you know, clag in the mouth type deal. But if it is Sorry. too much, I've got some tepid rubber-flavoured mm. water that you can suck from my chest. No, that's fine. No. What's that bad, is it? That's all right. Just go to show that we haven't run far enough to do this test. Well, mm. we've been running for nearly about an hour and 40, haven't we, by now? So. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Look at this now in this clearing. Good Lord, that's beautiful. Mm. Yeah. This is nice. Yeah. Well, these, when I've, when I've had um, these in day-to-day -day life, mm. they're quite salty. I think on the day that could be a good thing, couldn't it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're nice. They're okay. I thought that was going to be a nightmare. That's like an oat. And slightly crispy, with a chocolate top, and uh, oh yeah, I'm bringing 36 of these. Yeah, we're just experimenting with foods that might help us when we're running. Because mm -hmm. I always assume, because I'm like you, I like to run empty. Yeah. That anything that I eat will either just go right through me or just not work at all. Yeah. So it is good to try, because you're going to have to eat something for Absolutely. five or six hours, or else you're just going to really just run it, run yourself into nothing. That's right, and I think that some of it is... Psychological. Of, there is some sense that this... I know I'm sort of making light of it and we're doing it and we don't need it, but if we know a little of what these things are like, yeah. we'll have more an idea when, when it's time to mm. trust our instincts. You know what it yeah. is like after a marathon, how about you? But I always know exactly what what I want. My wife's good because she knows that I'm going to be incredibly fussy. Right. And I say, so, do you want a sweet? Do you want a peanut? Do you want a mm. Coke? Or do you want water? And she'd always be pushing me to eat because she knows I need to replenish. Right. But knowing that I'm going to go, oh, I can't face that, but I want that, you know. Basically, I'm in being incredibly medium fussy and she's being incredibly Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's but really it, kind of a, yeah. And, uh, but that is, you do know what you want when you want it, don't you? Well, Mickey D's built on some fantastic yeah. example of that. Yeah. Mickey D, the vegan, who, suffering in the London Marathon, was offered Biltong and went, yeah, yeah that's the thing I, it turns out that's not? the thing I want most in the Bill world Tom, this mate. That's the worst Mickey D impression I've ever done. Input output. I wonder what he's doing at the moment. Yeah. I miss but, him. Yeah, but that's, it's a good lesson again in sort of trusting your instincts, not overthinking it. If that's what your body, you just listen. It's just that listen to your body thing, yes, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I just imagined just then? I think you've had them before. Big, soft, fruity jelly. That one of those blocky things, but quite. All oh, right. I remember like those blocks. I used to like those blocks. Yeah. Like a my uh, nan and granddad used to get the old jellied fruits at Christmas. Yeah. Big wobbly ones, like not like fruit pastas, bigger and softer than that mm. posher. They were great. Of course, they are probably made almost entirely of sugar, pork, gelatin. <laughs> <laughs> so, not a vegan classic. No. I'll give you that. But uh, so it's really hot now, isn't it? It's beating down. To feel the heat, nice. but yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that the things we need to do, obviously, are 
to understand what food we need actually in the moment, but, you know, at some point when we're hungry enough to need it. Yeah. And uh, to keep as much as possible running on soft surfaces and ups and downs and if we can get some running in the country and that'd be great. We should, that'd be great if we could do that, wouldn't it? And it's the old back-to-back. Yeah. The good thing for me, I realised the other day, is I've kind of inadvertently uh, developed this small blind, big blind Texas Holder rhythm to my week, weekly running. Well, you overload the start of the week. Yeah, I run the distance at the start of the week. Yeah. And uh, pace at the end. So I, I'll go out and do double figures on Monday just to, for my, just for my just own for a little joy bit of a laugh. Yeah. doing it. And then I'll run same again two with you. Yeah. Just the same thing, but different. And that's great for accidental ultra training. That's good ultra training, isn't it? Yeah. Just yeah, yeah, distance, yeah. two days running. And then fade it away to a fast 5k on a Saturday. Fade it away to a fast, fast 5k on a Saturday. Sherry, Sherry. <laughs> play it. Play it one more time. 70. I know we can make this. 71. <laughs> I'm cramping. I'm cramping. <laughs> I can see my grandchildren. I'm much, much faster than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they hate me. After have this, a, have a granddad, a granddad that fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's impressive, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I'm kind of offhand about it. <laughs> oh, it's kind of easy for me. Yeah. It's something I enjoy. But also, he's, he's, he's someone who started late, which yeah. does give you a, uh, I don't know, uh, so how would you describe it? A certain distance, you know? Uh, yeah. A wry look at the whole thing. Yeah, he's... He's only been he's only been running thirty five years. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, get, he's yeah. new to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, isn't it? There's that sense of being new. It's like, how long has Ronnie Wood been in the Rolling Stones? I don't know, but they still act like he's the new boy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When in fact, all of them are older than any other human. I had a uh, still alive. I had a gig round Kingston the other day. Yeah, which involved. Driving through Richmond Park. I run further than I drive. That's amazing, Richmond Park. Oh, yeah. We should go around there. Well, that's where I ran with uh, Sophie Rayworth. Yeah, I mean, Richmond Park is just incredible. It's wild, yeah. Stunning. Oh, we should totally go. It's so beautiful, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to do that when I was, for my first London, when I was running, training with Jim Tavra, because he used to live around there. We used to run around Richmond Park. It's a beautiful park to run around, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. It's about seven miles round, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We should go over there and run around it three times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> what we did. That's what we did at the time, the last long run before London. Your, um, great. your uh, answer to then sounded like an uh, hour representation of what that would be like. Yeah. I said, we should run around three times and you went, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the third one is the doubt. Someone called me up on that the other day at the... Uh, at some gig in Redcar, there's a running commentary fan. Call me up on, on the how often I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's me. I do that. Well, she seems I to think I, it was. When I, when I to she seems to think it was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe we both do. Well, apologies. I, 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 I certainly remember really irritating myself saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like a kind, kind of, of positive dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's an affirmative. It's just an affirmation, isn't it? It's just a sort of encouraging exactly, rather little than moment. That, just solid agreement, isn't it? 
unlike that guy I met years ago, who literally, I mean literally, I promise, because I observed it and then checked. Yeah. He started every statement by saying no. No, no, So no, you no. said, t- have we got a table booked for tonight? No, uh, I've got it all set up so that we can get there at half past seven. And every, every utterance. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's crazy. And, uh, and his family all seem to be miserable. No, 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 no. Can you see any pattern here? No, 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 no. So we're going to do the same run back through to Let's Highgate. Let's down to Highgate, which I think is, uh, I think we're higher here than there, so it's the right way around to do it. It'd be a nice, yeah. nice little drop down. Yeah. And if you flag it a little bit, I'll just go along behind you. I'm fine. Jerry! Yeah. <laughs> Jerry! Yeah, yeah. Ready, Wally. Of course, Holland and Belgium, very flat. Yeah. Ever so flat. This is a bit of a... It's good to do a bit of hills, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it's not particularly hilly, this course, let's face it. This is the old hill. No, we don't. We don't get hilly hills. There just aren't any hills big enough to get that sustained dynamic climbing you get when you run up a a fell or something, or even yeah. South Downs or well, the Cotswolds. We need to think of maybe going off into the country. Yeah, before before the race to the I start. Think of, if you remember, I ran a, uh, I ran a good. It's only uh, a 13.1. You know, it's a half a marathon training run. Do you know what, mate? I'm going to have to go to the toilet. You know. Do you want to go I back do, and go? Yeah, there? I do feel it's. Uh, Let's run back and get the Mars. The um, the oats. It's the check bar, isn't it? <laughs> the oats. And you know that that. I mean, it physically can't be true, but it doesn't matter because it's how it affects you. This is what we're finding out about. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're actually ill and I'm no, giving no, you I'm something not. that is essentially no, no. poison, in which yeah. case that's, <laughs> yeah. that's not good training, is it? That's bad great. Training. Great support team running. Morning magpie. Another single magpie. So I poisoned him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mind you, my son was telling me I'm going to mess this up now. With someone. Someone came, was running marathon in 19, Olympic marathon in 1908. Yes. He felt rough. PH3. He came second. Right. And someone had tried to knock him out of the race. Wow. And poisoned him with strychnine. Well, that's nice enough. Not enough. enough. He came second. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just enough to take the edge off him. Yeah, yeah. That's nice yeah, of them, isn't that's it? Yeah, it's a kind. Yeah. That's sportsmanlike. That's what that is. Coming, swooping down into the wonderful Kenwood Cafe. I just realised how loud I'm rattling. I hope that's not. I hope that hasn't been irritating you, listeners. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I just um, uh, had a uh, quite a little realization. I was thinking, yes. before we get to the end, when we've run about as far as... yeah. Definitely want to try the malt loaf. Just want to see if I can handle it. But also, I mean, I like malt loaf before I run, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And that's Morning good. of the marathon yeah. stuff. I know that. Yeah, well, maybe you can come by. But that's something I just suddenly realised. Is I'm thinking about, oh, it's going to be a nightmare. I had such a nightmare eating and drinking during marathons. But that's the thing, you see. This is an ultra. And you have to run it like, like we're running. Yeah. You know, you've got to be able to stop and go to the toilet. Still be able to eat. Yeah. You know, and as time goes on, yes, there's definitely going to be some kind of reduction of function. It's how we know it's how we yes. deal with this, and we run far enough to feel it. But um, we but are experiencing. Ivo, and of course, Ivo also comes very naturally to him, and he's absolutely brilliant. But watching him run that 50k in the comfort, he uh, he just kind of stopped and chat with him for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Every time it was time to go around again. Yeah. And uh, just a nice reset. Yeah, and I was just I just couldn't imagine it, you know. I'd have been running on the spot going, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. And that's there's something fundamental about this about us getting in a uh, different mindset. Good, good Red Admiral, beautiful. Yeah, and specifically um not to go into a, a running zone. Right. When you do a marathon, it's Cheers. it's not that different to when you, you do a park run. You go into a zone yeah. where, you know, like I was saying about not wanting to salute a magpie in a park run, you know, you're instantly going. That's not about that, yeah. All arrows forward. This is what I'm doing now. You know, you kind of change your whole. It's like a special yeah. effect in a film when Mr. Incredible's car goes and changes from a family saloon to like a rocket. You know? Right, yeah. And uh, we don't want to do that. That's not ultra running. No. You go as yourself. If you want to, you can but, have but, your lunch off a silver server. But at the same time, I, f- I fancy that <coughs> you do get in rhythms as well. Yeah. In sort of no, ri- rhythms that you don't want to break sort of thing for some people. I think, I've, I think it's going to be just interesting finding I out. I think if we're in rhythm, we've got the wrong one. <coughs> yeah. Also, you were coughing there. This is something I wanted to talk about. Have you had much trouble with pollen and or small insects recently? Well, not loads, but I'll tell you what I have had. I've had small insects flying into my mouth a couple yeah, of times, yeah. which I haven't had <coughs> for a while. Well, you're so, much yeah. more of a gaper than you used to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is you. <laughs> it isn't. No, because me and my wife. Why is that? Is that what's happening? Is me it? and my that... wife had a 
the most beautiful <coughs> run the other day and posted some pictures. Yeah. But it really didn't catch the fact that we were perennially stopping. Perennially? No. Constantly. Constantly stopping. Stopping yeah. to go, ha, 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 and then clawing at her own eyes, saying, is there something <coughs> in there? I'm sure there's something in there. It's like this, this run. Yeah. One blink. No, it's awful. Cough. It's an awful sensation when you swallow flies. Yeah, and it? it triggers it, doesn't it? Well, you can be, yeah. like, I know there's nothing there, but once you start coughing or your eye starts feeling like there's something in it. Yeah. It doesn't go away. We're back on the back wonderful properties now. London's Beverly Hills. That's what it's like, isn't it? It's like Beverly Hills. Yeah. Except in America we'd say, oh, you should see Beverly Hills. And they'd come and drive up and down and look at it. Whereas here it's like, oh no, it doesn't really, don't really think it doesn't really exist. No one really isn't. It's nothing. Don't look at it. Go away. I had a lovely uh, moment at church on Sunday and it's sort of just leave me thinking that we, we've got to be careful to enjoy all this of uh, running and races and new experiences and just a friend at church who was just like just a really lovely woman just a really sort of like just the bedrock of the church you know just yeah. doing things for the church soft beautiful in spirit gentle <coughs> and she'd been really ill capital G capital P yeah <laughs> Just, and she'd been really ill. She'd had, she'd had cancer. Yeah. I hadn't seen her for ages. And then uh, sat at the service and I noticed someone sort of, wave, sort of waving at me before I started because I was reading or just when I was coming to church. I didn't recognise her, just carried on. And then I realised it was her, bless her, she was in a wig because of her treatment. Right, right. I just didn't recognise her. But I was so, so pleased to see her back in church and yeah, yeah. fit and well and I don't know it was very emotional experiences you know yeah, these, yeah. these things that happen and then a friend of a friend got a really bad diagnosis with you know with uh, a brain cancer oh my goodness and it's just, it felt like one in one out sort of thing but yeah, it's just like yeah, yeah. it's just a lesson to be gra- to enjoy it Do you know right. I mean? this is, let's right. enjoy it all you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean Goodness me, you know. No, and exactly in living, <coughs> living with whatever the scenario is, you know. I was talking to an old friend the other day who's, uh, whose mum got diagnosed with Parkinson's and she wanted to have a chat about it because, you know, I've got some experience, experience with that. Experience, yes, yeah. And uh, I think Parkinson's, in a way, it's very specifically to do with Parkinson's, but also can tell us something about life because you, uh, it's sort of... Uh, not in a particularly bad way, but it just sounds scary when I say it, but it sort of goes over who you are and what you do. Yeah. Like a kind of covering. Right. So whoever you are and whatever you get up to, you're, it's going to put a be a part of that. Yes. You know, and... Uh, it's going to affect everything. Yeah, yeah, and it can affect... It, it, that's a way of kind of... Uh, it's the numbers on the park on the so that's, You can get your head around that and keep doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, and that's, in turn, is a... It's a metaphor for all of this stuff. It's lovely to see people, you know, where people are strong and resilient. Unless they're not, and that's okay too. But you know what I mean? It sounds like your friend is sort of happy and upbeat and yes, just yeah. doing a good job of living with something so awful. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was just like, <coughs> a very private person. Yeah. And um, just wasn't, didn't want to make the whole thing public. And I just wondered whether we'd ever see her again, you know? It's yeah. nice to see you again. Yeah, really good. <coughs> and, it, and that's why I didn't do my superficial joke I was going to do. Oh, right. Which was, uh, you went to church, you didn't go to Parkrun. <laughs> I mean, where's your loyalty? Where's your, 
like your belief system. It's like you don't believe in anything anymore. <laughs> I love these modern ones on yeah. the right. Yeah. Just shiny white blocks with the wood. Beautiful. Yeah. Detailing. Very Scandinavian. Gorgeous. Yeah. Going back uphill, and I think that is means we're near, back near the. Uh, Did we go down there? No, 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 it's at the end here. I'm lost. Here's the uh, basically lost. Nice alliums. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah very nice. Nice uh, manhole. I just. So where have you got this? What's works. happening this week then in the, well, the world of the deer? After this the deering. Last week, there's all kinds of travel and all kinds of gigs. This week, haven't got any shows till the weekend. Same. I've just had one of those cancelled. Right. So yes, I remember you saying I mean, before the podcast. Yeah, I haven't got much on. I've got quite a lot to sort out, so that's okay. To do, yeah. But I also think now that my diary's that empty. It's become vulnerable to change. Right. I might end up going somewhere completely different and doing something completely else. Things have a tendency. Things are very fluid at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Um, well, like you just said, fill up in a different direction. I keep cancelling gigs, so if I make myself available, I might end up going somewhere interesting. Yeah. But it's difficult because train travel is so expensive. It's like really I'd love to, expensive. I'd love to do a Glee weekend. I'd love to go to... Um, uh, well, where are the Glees, you know? Yeah. Glasgow, Birmingham, Nottingham, Cardiff. But I would... Uh, you need to know in advance, don't you, well, to get there? I had to get that bus back from Manchester. I mean, people talk about expensive train tickets in general, and I know how to get the cheaper ones. And generally, it is more awkward to make this job viable that way that it can be done. Yeah. But I couldn't go and do this really well-paid for a Monday night gig on, on a train. No. Because the trains on the main line to Manchester, the prices are ridiculous, even within the context of cheap, ridiculous train prices these yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. It's just crazy talk. Yeah. What's the answer to that? Well, I think I that... Mean, do you think it's just going to be... You, your comics will just end up gigging locally? And that'll yeah, be I it. think so. And I think, if we're honest, this it's no good for us. And it's a shame in terms of the circuit as we know it. But it's not all bad, you know, for places... Small gigs to have their own comedy scenes. Yeah. You know, we've seen this in, in this already exists in some parts of the UK. Yeah. The Northwest has always had the Northwest not especially. just a load of good clubs and a load of good comedians, but a kind of common language of comedy. Yes. Because yeah. of that. Yeah. In Scotland there's the same because it's so far from you know, there's a kind of there's nothing in the borders, you know, so apart from Newcastle, Scotland is a completely separate circuit. Yeah. You know, even the, you, obviously there is crossover, but it is crossover. It's like someone who gigs all the time in Scotland might occasionally come down to Manchester or London, but they're gigging week in, week out around Scotland, and that's a whole circuit in itself. And again, yeah, you get little kind of communities and rhythms. and It'll end up being a manifestation of like localism, won't it? Just yeah, local. Exactly. Local acts for local people. And that in turn... Which is sort of good and a bit good, bad. It's good, you know, sort of... There's advantages and disadvantages. Well, audiences will get great local jokes that they'll enjoy. They'll also get newer, less experienced comedians who have who haven't been who aren't pushed yeah. to really hone their kind of 20-minute set or whatever. You know that, that we had in, in the white heat of huge yeah. clubs that just wouldn't book us if we didn't. <laughs> but, but then you you also lose that. Outside voice thing as well. Yeah, yeah, Coming yeah. into different communities and, you know, it's sort of... No, that's true. It's a bit weird. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. So we're coming into... Back into, back into Highgate, Highgate Wood now. 
And how are you feeling? I feel all right. I feel like... Uh, is this the longest run you've done in a while? Yes, it is, yeah. yeah. I definitely feel like uh, a, a, a beginning to experience loss of function. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't use that phrase. We are losing function. <laughs> just that sort of tightness at the top of the legs. Just You just feel your form changing a little yeah, bit, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just how you're running changes. This is a good time to address it because we are just in the... Um, just into double figures, we're about ten and a half. Yeah, I think just to run home from here would be good for me. Yeah, yeah. are we going to go? Well, we'll go through the woods, yeah. Yeah, go through yeah, the woods. Good. I think yeah. And then, and then I think it'll be about twelve and a half by the time I get home. That'll be that'll be good for me. Yeah. Yeah, good. No, it's been lovely. And, and you'll the rest of your week. Just want to finish this screenplay, you know. Yeah, finish yeah. Finish yeah. the screenplay. This is a perfect start to the week, though. Get a longish run in. Let's just try to get time on the feet. I'll probably try and do another fairly longish run on Wednesday. That's a good idea. Yeah. Here we go. So, yes, you get to that point there where it's hard to know whether that was a nice break waiting to cross the road or everything seizing up. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Funnily enough, I feel... Yeah, tell I didn't me. feel like I was feeling any... Because you've done, you've done two well, miles more. Longer. I did two... It's about, it's about 2.7. Is it really? So, so oh, sorry, I didn't realise that. That's part of three. But, um... Actually, that's to your house. 2.6 to, to where we meet. So you've done 13 you. already. I have. Right. I'm at the half marathon point. Yeah. And I feel absolutely fine. Do you know what? Go on, man. It's one of my first little uh, um, indicators. Should we go straight on here? Just yeah, yeah, we can, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Not too bad, is it? Um, my voice is going. Right. But I, do you know what I think it is? Go on, man. And this is really interesting, particularly <laughs> if we're recording on the Race of Stones. I think it's the food. Right. My voice does go when I'm... When I'm uh, what, you mean it sort of attaches to the back of your throat? Sort of yeah. Thing? And my voice goes when I'm tired, when I'm run down or stressed. Yeah. I get this... Uh, my full voice slips away. Which in turn is worrying because it's like a... Um, it's very much a Parkinson's symptom. Is it really? But that's another story. Um, and because, uh, like, you can get... I my mean, dad's voice got very faint. And uh, A lot get, of people's voices go a bit when they get tired, though, don't they? Yeah, that's it? true. But yeah. I really feel like it's that food. It's that um, salty trek bar, like you say, it's just sitting in the back of my throat. It's a yeah. shame. I liked it a lot. It was, it was a win, the old... Uh, I think for me... I mean, for me, even when I'm not running, anything with even a little bit of chocolate is a potential stomach troiler, stomach squirmer. Don't um, get technical with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's a stomach troiler. I think. I think. I think for me, potatoes, bananas, could be could be a good way to go. I've got to tell you, if you want to take bananas, you need to start thinking of banana engineering issues. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because one, they smush really fast. Yeah. And two, once started, the rest of the banana they rot. You know. Right. But what there is the way to do it would be. I'm going insane now. Listeners, your banana tips. I would chop the banana, yeah. put it in a little, small um, box, like Tupperware box, like even like less than a whole banana. Right. Three or four kind of chunks and freeze them. Really? Okay. Yeah, because they'll keep. Right. And then when you run, they'll defrost. They'll defrost and, and they'll naturally. be good to go. Like banana sweeties, you know? Nice. I think that'll work. Yeah. I'm improvising. I haven't tried that. Sounds like a good idea. Here we it go. It could work, couldn't it? Where's the gate? Thank you, baked potatoes, Danny. <laughs> Did we just get lost in the <laughs> How many times have we been? Does it love this? We do need to 
run in different ways around Highgate Wood. Yeah. Like there's a path right near the Bluebell Meadows. Yeah. Which is just gorgeous. Well, we did, it was nice that bit we did at the alternate. We ran a bit of Hampstead Heath we never normally run today. Yeah. When we, when we ran down the side of the... I mean, I know we got out into Highgate Village and that was nice anyway. But the bit before that was so beautiful and we don't normally go there. I did this in... Uh, Queen Elizabeth Park the other day. Right. And on Tatney Marshes, I made a point of just um, a couple of hundred yard stretches. Yeah. But just thinking, I'll take the path, i take the path less travelled by. Yeah. Beep, 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 in Vauxhall Comedy Club, very cool. Yeah, Vauxhall is quite cool. Yes. Yeah, really nice audiences, all three of them. Second audience was, it still had a load of young, hip youngsters in it, but was had, had representatives from all kinds of demographics. Right. Yeah, the first and third gigs, just everyone in the audience was in their early 20s. Yes, and, which uh, is, does make it a bit different, doesn't it? It's really interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm quite... First of all, I feel like I've already addressed it. You know, I feel self-aware enough that I'm kind of playing to those guys, whether they turn up or not. I just, I'm just worried that I'm old, and you know what I mean. Right? Yeah, I yeah. Want yeah. to be accessible to. And, but on the other hand, when it's everyone, it kind of changes everything, doesn't it? Yeah. You made me think of it with that local thing, you know, because on the one hand, you have to, you've got to be, the, you've got to play the hand you're dealt. Yeah. You've got to be the comedian you are. Yeah. But in real times, generally that means that people find shared experience from their own, you know, the best stand-up comedy in its simple terms, maybe not in my act, but is finding your unique experience and telling it in such a way that people realise it's the, like the, a shared experience. They can experience. share it, yes. And there's just very little shared experience here, you know. Yeah. I just feel like I talked to, it's just so running the risk of um, uh, saying things that make the audience think, oh, yeah, like my dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sometimes, I is a way. sometimes that's a way that I do lean into it. Sometimes yeah. kids come up to me afterwards and say, it's just like my mum and dad sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's no bad thing. I mean, no, except that they don't want to think about what their mum and dad do. Yeah, but that's why they came out. But they laugh. <laughs> yeah, as long as they, they laugh. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, but, and, also, and also, but, and, but you. Your kids give you a way of relating to them as Absolutely. well. And as they get older, your kids, it's that becomes more... Because my, you know, George is 23 now. No, completely. So that helps. You no, know and I felt I had like kind of a much better idea of who these people were than another comedian who was on, who was, you know, 10 years younger than me. Right. But still 15 years older than them. Yeah. And it felt in a way that his, like you say, he had less to share because he's in the generation in between. He's in a hinterland, yeah. Yeah, and also, I suppose, like you say, when you say you're like, you cover that stuff and you're like, Dad, the thing that we don't mention is that you're saying, I'm an idiot just like your dad's an idiot. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say yeah. like that. Oh, 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 hey, hey, hey. That's good. We can't, we can't really have that. No, was there no possibility that she could have controlled the dog? I think she's going to, yeah. I think she's going to. Yeah. But that idea of... Uh, I thought I was going to get bit. That idea of... Uh, <laughs> That's it, I can run. It's just the park run from here, Paul. That, idea, started. that idea of... Oh, don't worry, she just chases. Yeah. That's not... That means nothing. That's, not the, that's not the drill. No. The drill here is... I'm not 
being chased by your dog. Yeah. <laughs> so you control your dog. And I'll also not worry when it feels appropriate to worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just chases. What, and retrospectively, I wasn't going to get bitten. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in that case. She just chases and jumps up and bites a bit. <coughs> She's a bit snarly. <coughs> you all right? <coughs> <coughs> Lovely to think of the listeners enjoying this. Loss. Progressive loss of function. I just got to the... As we uh, approach halfway of the first day of before, and this is the Race to the Stones. This is genuinely useful information. I've just been sipping my uh, water here. Yeah. And fair enough, I didn't put as much water in these today because I knew we weren't going far. Right. But, um, You've run out. No, I've just got to the warm bit. Oh, right. Okay. It's never happened before because I've never used it in warm weather. And it's, so it's, what do you mean by the warm bit? Well, I just got some water that was significantly warmer. Right. You know when you swim in the Because it just warms in the heat, yeah. Yeah, and I must have got to the bit that's been sitting next to my flank. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't nice. It wasn't a nice drink. Sipping into that flank juice. You want some, do you want to suckle at some of my hanging, plastic water? Hanging on a Monday, sipping some flank juice, experiencing lots of function. <laughs> I think when we do the race of the stones, you should probably suckle at your own. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, Don't the worry, other I will brothers do. are going to go. I will do. Oh, they're running commentary, guys. They're really, they, they, they really are a team, aren't they? They're a relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Rob breastfeeding Paul at the 30k point. <laughs> <laughs> they were both hanging. They've been. Dr- they say they're really well prepped because I've been so drunk for the last three days. I didn't even start <laughs> breastfeeding my friend until I was forty years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I can't help myself. <laughs> lactose intolerant. <laughs> so I this can't is have the, lactose. So this is the hill. Here. This is a hill. I don't mind this hill because it's it's quite extreme, but it's short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it and it's sort of. I like it because it changes the way you run a little bit. So it's sort of, I don't know, it, it, it takes away bits of pain in some parts of my legs. This is quite like the hill on the Shrewsbury Park Run. Right. Although that does, you see how this curves slightly to the top? Right. It just gets slightly steeper. Yeah. That's kind of more but goes on for longer. So from here it gets steeper. Oh, God. There's a curve. Cheers, mate. And then the other bad bit about that is... Um, as you come up to the top and turn left, yeah. you're like, oh, I finished the hill. You're actually still just going slightly uphill. Right. That's harsh. Thanks, mate. <laughs> and so Thank you, part run organisers. You said the second time you go up here, he was quoting you, it keeps you honest. Yeah. But, um, and this is a nice bit of tarmac here. But that was a very early moment of good running experience for me. I was running up a hill in uh, Scotland. I was running up Calton Hill. Yeah. It was quite a long way up. I was kind of coming from the bottom. I came to, you know what I mean? I've gone down, leaf walk a little bit where it drops down quite a lot. Yeah. And there's these long steps, path just slightly stepped, like the ones that came down the woods there, but much further. And I ran up here and I thought, like I say, I was quite new to it. So just the fact that I could run up here while still running was a big surprise to me. And it had a rhythm. It was like two steps up a step, two steps up a step. Yeah. Quite enjoyed that. But the real experience that I cherished, and, you know, I've done loads of times since, but I've never done before, which was to get to the top and carry on running and think, and now I'm having a break. Whilst running. Whilst running. Yeah. You know, which seems, yeah, that's quite, a real... seems quite normal. But that first time was like, okay, so this is me at yeah. rest. 
getting my breath back whilst running, recovering, and all the time, yeah. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great phase, isn't it? Yeah. Jog, jog recovery. It's probably probably quicker than just not doing anything, because then at least you don't have to do that stoppy starty thing again. Yeah. Yeah, and it is. I think it's one of those things with that relationship with naivety within a given run, let alone within a life, where the kind of moment you realise that running downhill feels nice and easy is the moment you start abusing it and right, start yeah. running downhill and thinking, no, this is still hard, but I can pretend to myself, you know. Here we go, another, downhill. another steepo here. Yeah, up we go. Ultra um, experts listening, thinking, walk up the new idiots. Walk. Walk up the Walk up the hill, yeah. Get used to the idea of walking up Yeah. The hill. Maybe if we go for a long rolling run in the country, we will do that just to try. Yeah, just see. See what it feels. And also to kind of, if you do it in some kind of regimented way, you cannot get up against your own, one's own competitive spirit. spirit right. Know? Like. Just accept it. Yeah, that guy in the park can walk over here. Stupid me having to remind myself to uh, not chase after him, you know? Yeah. If we said to ourselves, we're going to walk these hills, then you'd have to deal with a bit of your brain that says, we're I can run, run it for one. Yeah. I can run it. I know you can, Rob. Shut up. But we're choosing to. We choose. We choose other. So you're going to run home then? Do you think? Yeah, I think I will. I've got my oyster card. Right. So I don't have to. We'll see how far we've gone when we get to yours. You'll have done about 18 by the time you get home. Yeah. Well. Big run. I've got a... Proper running. I've got this uh, ultra in a couple of months. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that involve? But uh, I won't be able to use my right hand... Uh, Water teat. Now you've, <laughs> now you've suckled. Yeah. As Woody from Toy Story once said, somebody's poisoned the water hole. <laughs> so I don't feel, I don't feel too bad. It's just my legs, my, the quads feel a bit tight. Yep. Gonna have to do some stretching. Yes. Bit of a long bath afterwards and just chill with it. Well, good call. I assume there'll be hot tubs and stuff at uh, Race of the Stones. Every 10k? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, keep assuming that. Ready for my bath? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bath time! Make a plan. Yeah. I've been wondering, do you know what I thought the other day and realised was a big assumption? Yeah. That you'd be able to drive us both home. Yeah, I can do that. Oh, yeah, but... I'll one, be able to do that. Or someone will. Exactly. There's two problems with that. Someone will. One, if you have to drive after running 100 kilometres. Yeah. And two... Who's gonna? How come your car's in Avery? <laughs> yeah, well we'll have to we'll have to get some support vehicles, yeah. won't we? We will. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be able to get Rachel on board. For I think my wife has time. planned a convenient uh, European trip to celebrate my daughter's uh, GCSEs. Right. You don't want to be part of this. You don't want to be part of this experience. Done enough marathons. You don't want to be part of that. You know how moody after one marathon. <laughs> 
Imagine after two, <laughs> two consecutive days. Got a, call that a peanut. Got a <laughs> <laughs> I don't want your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. I'm trying to cast my wife as this grumpy, doesn't want to do it. But she's all over it. You know, she's just so good at it. And like I said, been so caring. I think it's much more, if she doesn't want to be there, it's because it's going to be too much. Yeah. And I just thought of Penelope Ann Miller in Carlito's way when she realises he's going back to crime. And she says, I'm going to take you. I don't want to take you to the emergency room. And look at yeah. your shoes fill up with <laughs> yeah. blood and you die. Yeah. Yeah. That's, what, that's what they don't yeah. want to see. They don't want to see no. our shoes fill up with blood and us die. Yeah. And that's for the best, isn't it? It's true. Yeah, I think so. I see that. <laughs> I was 40 before my shoes fell up with blood and I died. <laughs> so we'll have to make a plan, won't we? Yes. No, Rachel, I'm sure, will be on mass for that. With first aid. <laughs> Various ointments. She's trained swan year. Food. She? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hi, Rachel. How are you? Rub the legs. <laughs> yeah. Rub the legs. Hey, mate. Good to see you. Right. <laughs> so, are we friends around here today? Yeah, there seems to be a lot of people out here. Yeah. A lot of mates. Yeah, it's beautiful. It Every is now beautiful. Going through a patch of the smell of jasmine. I haven't seen any jasmine on this run. I think I've smelt it three times. It's just fantastic. Yeah, it's a lovely. And the smell of toast. Again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, it's just feel very lucky to have that near to have this near the front door, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just bears down. But it's uh, these friends me and my wife went to see yesterday. Um, they live just the other side of Victoria Park. Yeah. And uh, so they've just moved. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's their dog. Uh, then, you know, it's, anyway, um, lovely. It's their house to end all houses. It's their, <laughs> this they, is the place. They didn't think they'd be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they did it. So the house of good. This they is it. This, had this is it now. Exactly the amount yeah. of money. And yeah. then they spent a lot more than that. <laughs> Next week, it's the same. Next week on, oops, you've, you've spunked all your wedge on a house you can't afford. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to London. <laughs> but yeah, um, actually it's quite interesting, Grand Designs, because, you know, they all kind of come through lockdown now. And it's, you know, the, the levels of unpredictable, which were always high, have now spun round to, we really weren't expecting this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, and then, a global pandemic. But, um, but also people with money to do crazy things to the houses, because they couldn't afford to move and stuff. There's lots yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Weird improvements. But one of the things about I realised about that when we went yesterday, which was really nice, it's kind of door to door to uh, to their house. Yeah. But they don't live nearby. It's about I don't know three miles away. Right. Before lockdown, it just wouldn't have felt local to us. Yeah. You know, it would be another part of London. You'd make the journey. But me and my wife run to and around Victoria Park regularly these days, and it's not even. It's not that far. Yeah. It's just we didn't think of it as part of our geography. Yes, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we do. I love that. We yeah, it is nice, yeah. And you can look at it backwards as well. You know, I can remember when uh, when we were first, not even when we first lived in London, when we were first in London. Oh, yeah. I think she lived <laughs> here with her old boyfriend years ago, and they lived in Maida Vale. And she, we were there sometime much more recently. She was like, I didn't know... This stuff that's to the right of my old front door. Yeah. I never went there. Yeah, it's funny, isn't <laughs> Didn't it? Didn't know it was yeah. there. It was like a blank area on the yeah. back. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, I used to come to... In fact, I can almost picture it. I went to a friend's house in Stoke Newington when I lived in the country. And I kind of learned the route in the A to Z. 
Yeah. That dates it, doesn't it? Yeah, of course, yeah. And uh, I can picture it, like, in my mind's eye, this kind of line that came through North London and went to just near Stonington Common. Just nothing else. You know what I mean? London was a mystery. And now, it gradually just connects together more and more over time. One of the most beautiful things about it is there's still more to find. Yes, of course. More connections to make. We haven't been through that path through the blue Belfields. No, we haven't, no. And uh, running lockdown really... It helps unlock a bit of that, doesn't it? Yeah. And coming right back to the training, it, it all ties in with running further, running slower, and just dog running it a little bit, and capturing the spirit of dog running uh, in a... Being a bit... In a run where you know... Well, that's a fair with it, yeah. So how's the painometer for you? How's the loss of function? Oh, it's absolutely fine. Yeah. I feel, uh, I can feel the, the situs in my right foot, which is exactly the same as when I met you. Right. No worse, no better. When I talked about going to my friend's house yesterday, I suddenly remembered how much I had to drink, so that's good. Yeah. About that. <laughs> well, we've kind of run through most of the hangover, haven't we, by now? Run hanging. Yeah. Taking it long, running yeah. hanging. Running long and slow. I wonder how much... Joe Scobrow had the night before the marathon. <laughs> yeah. Only your neighbor bought three litres of amphetamine. Three yards of vodka. <laughs> so, how about you? Well, I'm feeling a bit... It's just my left... Just my left leg. I've got a sort of... Just feels a bit painful at the top of my left leg. I'm not sort of running right with it. I need to have a little think about... You've got a bit of a gait issue. I'm running, maybe, yeah. yeah. Sort of linked with... Well, that was the knee that... The, that was the leg that the knee was messed up on as well, right. so might be part of the recovery for that. But it doesn't feel too bad. I just need to... More sort of right at the top where the leg joins the hip. Yeah, yeah. I need to do some hip flexor stuff and... Yeah, yeah. Proper deep stretch. All the stretches. Yeah. Knee up, round to the side, that one. Okie kokie. Yeah. Your left leg in. Yeah. Sit your left out. leg out. For God's sake. In, out. In, out. And then... Shake it all Just about. shake it all about you before. Yeah. And then turn around. <laughs> yeah. But this is the first... The first long run of my incredibly truncated six-week cycle. Yeah. So, probably about 12 and a half, 13 miles. Yeah. Well, and just do more, just do longer. That's it. Do longer every week, yeah. yeah. And start thinking about back, like you say, it's the triple, isn't it? Uh, apart from the mileage, you want back-to-back runs, running in the kind of situation we're running in. Yeah. And testing out the stuff we'll be eating and drinking. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the basic uh, yeah. theory. But this is all stuff that all our people are also doing. It. I can we imagine. doing that three months ago. So. Yeah, I can imagine <laughs> people just <laughs> screaming at the podcast. For oh, Christ's sake. <laughs> you lunatics. You absolute loon balls. You end up with <laughs> yeah, yeah. getting in touch thinking that this is nice for people to remind of how little we are claiming to be experts. <laughs> We're idiots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't ask us. Yeah. Sometimes when people say, your wisdom has really helped me. Oh my God, you're in danger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't come to us for Seek that. professional help <laughs> now. You wanted wisdom, but this is not that podcast. <laughs> so yeah, 12 and a half miles right now. Right, okay, cool. So you know. Yeah. 
That's perfect. That's good. Yeah, yeah. And how long? How long has it taken? It's going to be taking oh. about probably up two and a half, I'd imagine. Yeah. See, exactly two and a half hours. Right. That's what you wanted today. Yeah, I wanted it? about two and a half. So it is getting used to time on your feet, isn't it? Yeah. And what happens to your form when you do that and trying to relax into it? Yep. As you feel your form changing, not freaking out too much. And I think it's not to be made light of, but we have. A, it's true we haven't been up any mountains today. But we've experienced a lot of different stuff, you know, there's ups, downs, yeah. tree roots, soft surfaces, pavements, yeah. proper little pools, uphill and downhill. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a nicely mixed up run, isn't it? Yeah, and, uh, and, uh, and also, we joked about it before, but we won't be boozing on the run up to the race. <laughs> no. You'd hope not. <laughs> Let's hope not. Yeah, you'd hope, you'd hope. You'd hope I'm not there on that Saturday morning, Tim. Oh, I, I really wish I'd. Podcast, and they, 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 they suggested that I do more than is sensible for a person to do in a week in the afternoon before the event. We did it. Don't do it. I'm really hopeful that I won't be saying I really overdid it yesterday, mate. <laughs> Two bottle Friday. I normally gig on a Friday, so I couldn't get to sleep, so. <laughs> I went to Londis. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the name of your Ra second book. Ra went to, went to Londis. And we had a hilarious one the other night. because uh, that has made all the difference. Because uh, Ra went out with Julie. You know, Julie, you... Yeah, who did the Crouch in 10K. With zero. Impressively. Zero training. And uh, they went out for a meal. And uh, Ra said, uh, said the next day, she said... Uh, I said, how was it? She said, oh, it was all right. We, did. we didn't drink that much. Actually. It was fine. I just had a few drinks and it was fine. I feel okay. And then she chatted with Julie and Julie said, yeah, it was all right, but I wish I'd drank more. <laughs> no, one ever, no one ever says that. That, one, that was have not you what ever, I expected. Have you ever had that, story. that afternoon night out? Someone said, oh, we didn't get drunk enough. Do you know? It's just no like, that. It's, it's weird, isn't it? No one says that. But Julie, <laughs> Julie came through with that very original perspective. The only thing <laughs> that I can relate to with that is when we used to go out for a drink in Sweden. Yeah, and I was, um, you know, I was in my mid twenties, so maybe slightly. I oh, know this is ridiculous. I drink much more now, but anyway, we say it's our night out. You know, we don't have to work the next day. We're in the, we're in Stockholm. We'll go out, and uh, between the formality of the bars and the ID and stuff you needed to get in, cause it was all over twenty five. Right. So you know, and um, it's so expensive. We couldn't. Yeah, we couldn't it's drink no, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Have a drink. Yeah, so, so you could take a mortgage out to, have a, to get around in. And four of us were going out on this night out, and I think I think the four of us left. But did we? End anyway, two two people went home almost straight away. So me and the other one was like, oh, we can still have a good time. We went to somewhere that was like a DJ and dancing, and we spent the last of our money on like our third bottle yeah, of beer. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, it's, just, it's no good. Never. <laughs> we ended up this with, and this dates it because we ended up changing the words to a popular song to sum up the experience, and that was Saturday night, and it feels like Wednesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> this is rubbish. <laughs> well, do you know what? That was a great run. We went long. Hanging. We went long, we were hanging, we ran long and slow into the hangover, we've cleansed ourselves. Do you and want yeah, a potato? I'd love a potato, I would have. Well, actually, no. Have you got a potato? Yeah. Yeah, I love a potato. With Paul Tonkinson and Rob Deering. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.